Welcome to FAIR Podcast. We'll dive deep into the latest news and how it impacts each of us on today's FAIR Podcast, Breaking News. Let's start the show. Hi, this is R.J. Hammond, Affairs Government Relations Department, and I'm joined by my colleague Robert Law, Affairs Government Relations Director. And as many of you are probably familiar with, rumors were swirling on Wednesday night that President Trump had made a deal with Democratic leaders in the House on a potential deal to preserve DACA or even go beyond that. And, you know, Democrats were arriving at the bargaining table not with a fix that mirrors the current DACA program, but instead with the DREAM Act of 2017, which is the latest iteration of the serially rejected amnesty bill that has failed to pass Congress on numerous occasions. So, Rob, just can you shed some light on how different the, Dream, the current DREAM Act is and compared to the current DACA protections? Sure thing, RJ. And I'll do the best I can to uh, try to dispel the myths of what's going on here. Was there a deal? Was there not a deal? It seems like there was a deal to agree to another deal in the future. But the real issue that we're seeing blended in the media right now is calling the DACA population dreamers. Now, DACA was a small subset of people who would have been eligible under the DREAM Act, which, as you mentioned, has always been rejected when it's been brought before Congress. So DACA currently covers about 690,000 illegal aliens that met certain criteria, including having claimed to have arrived before they turned the age of 16. They had to have been under the age of 30 when they applied for the program back in 2012 when it first went into effect and then met other educational requirements and job skills. On the other hand, the DREAM Act, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's the never-ending dream for illegal aliens, really. Um, They cut the cutoff age to just under 18, and you only have to have been living in the country unlawfully for the last four years. Well, the last four years is the second term of Obama where he refused to enforce our immigration laws, so come one, come all, and we're going to protect you. And then on top of that, the only educational requirement is a GED. Now, this is not exactly the valedictorians and the rocket scientists that you hear Chuck Schumer and Dick Durbin talking about. You know, and absolutely, and what Rob shed some light on is obviously in terms of scope, there is a huge difference between the DREAM Act and DACA. Just just for some numbers for you guys out there, according to the left-leaning Migration Policy Institute, MPI, approximately 3.3 million illegal aliens, that's 3.3 million, including all current DACA recipients, could benefit under the DREAM Act. And about 1.5 million of those could end up getting a green card. And then on top of that, due to chain migration... Those who become citizens could then immediately sponsor their parents, many of whom are here illegally as well, for legal permanent residency. So that it just in terms of scope, it is vastly different. Um, Now, Rob, say that there is a deal. Uh, You know, President Trump was elected on a mandate from the American people to, you know, put forth a multi-pronged plan for immigration enforcement. Say that does include some type of legalization. What do you expect President Trump to do from an enforcement and reform perspective as part of that deal? Well, certainly the president needs to step in and be directly involved in any negotiation because congressional Republican leadership is all too willing to just give away the amnesty for DACA or the larger DREAM Act population in exchange for 
either nothing or meaningless border security funding, which no one even knows what that means. And what it really means is nothing. At a minimum, if there's going to be any consideration of altering the DACA population's legal status, it's going to have to include mandatory E-Verify to prevent illegal aliens from taking jobs from American citizens. You're going to need the RAISE Act or something similar that cuts legal immigration to a sustainable level. And on top of that, you've got to end chain migration. And then you need sincere interior enforcement provisions. The Davis-Oliver Act is the largest bill that's out there on that idea, but something like Kate's Law and the No Sanctuary for Criminal Act, which have already passed the House, would be essential components as well. And again, that's just a starting point because it's a major ask for the American people to support amnesty. Absolutely. And and again, you know, FAIR is trying to remind everybody out there that, you know, President Trump, he was elected on the promise of real immigration enforcement. So we urge the administration to make clear that the price for any consideration of the future status of DACA beneficiaries, and that is only those who add DACA, not a broader DREAM Act, is the passage and full funding of decades of broken immigration enforcement promises made to the American people. So we again, we encourage President Trump and his administration not to concede the one area of bargaining leverage, which is DACA, without gaining some major immigration reforms that we've been needing forever. That's all the time we have for now. And uh, Rob, thanks for joining me. And everybody have a great day. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.